You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Okay. Welcome to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. I'm Celine. And today, we are going to be talking about controversial Harry Potter opinions. And why Harry Potter's the best. (laughs) Yes. The very best. Okay, first off, I just think that needs to be addressed that Anna's biased. Anna loves Harry Potter more than... I'm a little biased. And you want to know how I know that? Because we went shopping today. (laughs) (laughs) We were in like a... So we were in this downtown bookstore. Anna flew out to come do pictures Mm -hmm. with us. And we met... We like went into this adorable bookstore. It's called Union Avenue Bookstore. And she is like browsing the shelves and I'm literally watching as her face like she finds this book and I've literally I've seen Anna give birth I've seen her (laughs) hold her child for the first time and the look that she gave her her that book in her hands was like (laughs) it's a her now she's like oh my gosh and like she like tenderly opened the pages and I look and see it is a Harry Potter book the fourth one of the first one that she owns now I now have four Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone books. Yeah. But this one was magical. I usually know when they're releasing new book covers. And so I saw this and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I have never seen this. And you open it up and it's like pop-up. They have like pop-up of certain things like Diagon Alley and his letter. It was, it was so beautiful, guys. You're it was gonna so expensive. It eventually. We're going to have to like pull it out and do yes. a lot sometime and oh show my you gosh. it. Yes. But I had to buy it. I literally was like, this is your birthday present. I'm, like, splitting it with you. It's so important to me that you own this book. Because, like, I've never seen such sheer joy on her face than in that moment. Oh, my gosh. It was beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so yes. now that we've started with your bias, I love Harry Potter so much. Um, we went, we, like, we specifically planned a trip when we were in Los Angeles for a wedding to, like, go to That's Universal amazing. Studios. I don't think it was as good as... No, you need to go to the one in Orlando. They didn't even talk, like, with British accents, and I don't know why that offended me. She was like, so you're going to buy some merchandise here? And I was like, you know what, Candace? Like, could you just, like, fake <laughs> it for just, just a minute? me for a second, could please? Could you just, like, take on the characters? Because I paid a lot of money to, like, drink a butterbeer that was $10. <laughs> like, could you just give it to me? <laughs> I want it. Wow, I, I feel that. What was your experience in, in Florida? Because apparently oh, was like... it was amazing. I mean, so just so you know, I really am obsessed. I, like, my husband and me, I was like, so we're probably not going to be ready to have kids until we get to go to Harry Potter World. It was on list. it was my, like, last thing on my list that I wanted to do. So I think, like, two years ago, two and a half years ago, we made a trip. We, like, saved up and made a trip out to Orlando, and it was beautiful. We went, like... The time we like planned it perfectly to go to the time of year when nobody was gonna be there. So my like first experience walking in, it was like at night to Diagon Alley, and the lights were lit up, and there was nobody there, <laughs> and it was just the most magical thing I ever. I like I would have shed a tear honestly. I remember walking in like I'm home. <laughs> I love no, this. but I did love. I it. love this journey for you, Anna. Yes, I love it. It was magical. It was great. So Anna really loves Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter, but my mother thought that if I read Harry Potter as a child, I would would get into witchcraft. Like, I am not kidding. To this day, my mother has been like, I just felt like it was the right thing for you to do. And I was like, (laughs) so when I turned into a teenager, I was like, I'm old enough now. And I checked out the entire series. Yes. And it was so Good. good. It was so good. 
But I feel like I didn't have the time to like really soak up the books. I just read them all so fast. So I think I need to reread them. Oh, I fully support that. I think you should. Yeah. So um, let's kind of get back, get into like a little bit of the Harry Potter world that we're kind of in and stuff like that. And I want to know, how did you first yeah. discover Harry Potter? Like, tell me your story. That was mine. I, so actually I kind of owe it all to my aunt Maria a little bit, which like, what's up? I see you, Jenny, her daughter, my cousin, by the way, which is watching. <laughs> We're also recording this live for anybody that's listening oh, to yeah, this sorry. podcast. We are like, <laughs> I had to shout her out. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Um, but like we had watched the like the movies were coming out when I was younger, mostly, and I don't. It's not that my parents didn't let me go watch it, but I was kind of like a wussy, and so they, I like they kind of scared me a little bit just the thought of them. So I never really went to go see the movies when they released because like my mom thought that I would get too scared. Yeah. But I remember one summer we were going to visit my aunt and uncle and my cousins. And my aunt was like, well, I have all the books. And she's like, and I love them. You should start reading the first one. I think you'd really like it. And I think I read, like, that whole series without, like, throughout my entire stay there. And we were there for, like, a week. Oh, yeah. And that is what started my obsession. Oh, I love it. And then ever since then, I just try to read the books, like, once a year. Oh, Every every Christmas, you find Anna just like passed out with like. Okay, let me check really fast. So that's what started your your obsession. Yes, I and love I'm it. Very obsessed with it. <laughs> so, how did you find Harry Potter? You just read it. Oh, I feel like after I mean, like after your mom didn't let you watch it. Obviously, third grade but... was hopping. Let's be real. Okay, <laughs> I would walk in freaking Zach Farnsworth. Sorry if you're listening to this. You probably never will, Zach Farnsworth. But he was. He and all my little Texas friends would just, like, happily, like, not, like, go into class and be like, I am reading this book. And I, I would just look at it and be like, I want to know what it's like. I want to know what it's about. I don't want to be a witch, but, like, I want to know what it's about. And so, anyways, I just waited until it was fully appropriate for us, for me to read it. And then I, I just remember I went, they had, like, a bookmobile. Do you know what that is? Yes. It's where, like, libraries will, like, travel to wow, like that's amazing. areas and um, have a bunch of books and we lived like far out we didn't live near a library we lived like 20 minutes from the library and um, anyways it had the entire series and I just remember I biked to the bookmobile shoved checked out the entire series and then biked home and with like I had like two bags connected <laughs> to my arms and I was just like ah! and then I just read them and then immediately I literally have the entire series in that drawer over there it's just chilling wow that's amazing yeah so that is my love with Harry Potter. But since then, like, Adelaide's first birthday party was Harry Potter. Was Harry Potter themed. <laughs> I remember it vividly. Did you have the cake pops? Yes. That were the houses? That you could fit into it and they you... were different colors? Yeah. Do you know great. the labor that went into cake pops? <laughs> I will never think that Starbucks is overcharging ever again. I was literally, like, like sweating over those things. Like, my hands, like... Just to dye the, the like, cake batter yeah. was, like, like my hands were, like, stained red and blue. <laughs> oh, and no. then it made, like, f- 50 of them. And I, like, we had you cake pops for with days. It. And I was, like, I just want them gone. Somebody eat these for me. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's yeah. But um, I have a shirt that says, That Snitch Cray. Wow. Which is a combination of my favorite rap song and my favorite movie. <laughs> and I really love. That's a very you shirt. I got it for my birthday. Wow. Yeah, like, one of my really good friends from college, he, like, gave it to me for my birthday, and I literally was like, you understand me. 
like, guys, gifts are, like, my love language. Like, if someone gives me a gift, I'm literally, like, I am yours forever. (laughs) I pledge allegiance to you. Thank you so much. Like, literally, I love gifts so much. Not in, like, a way I'm, like, buying me things, but, like, when someone, like, takes the time to, like, personally learn things about you and then, like, give you Oh, you're exactly, like, I could see that being your love language because you're so good at doing that. Thank you. I literally showed up and she has, like, a bag of all my favorite snacks a book for me that she like is dying for me to read amazing I love it I absolutely love like <laughs> you can explain like what happened when like the type a like how did this oh, experience so Celine messaged me I think like the day before I was coming here and she was like what's your favorite candy bar what's your favorite kind of nut what's your do you like hot chocolate do you like lemonade what's yeah. your favorite kind of snack I was like um okay so I'm preparing like a, a list of foods I went to Costco and I got like this my she shows up my entire <laughs> fridge is like stocked with like izzies and I have like water bottles uh, some some light refreshments macaroons <laughs> I was like whatever you need just my fear she though I'm not gonna lie when I go to people's houses I feel weird about eating their food and really I, yeah like you know not that you know I could kind of see it but I mean like when you go into people's house, so for me one of the things that's really important when someone comes to my house is that they have like snacks that are always available to them that just make them feel safe. I just feel like yeah. that's very like comforting. It's very sweet. It when is. you can like walk into your room and you have like snacks and like things that mm-hmm. are like put out for you. And I just feel like whenever that's happened for me, I've been like delight, like eagerly delighted. And yeah. it's nice to just like, like I wanted you to like come in there and just like snuggle in, read the book that it I got perfect. you. It was perfect. And have your chocolate that I actually have been helping you eat this entire time. So, okay, yeah. but we have to get back. Okay, wow. Let's talk about what our favorite moments from Harry Potter are. Ooh. Do we want to? have too Do we want to start with like each book, or do we want to talk about like just as a series as a whole? Ooh. There Let's will be lots over, of episodes. So why don't you start going over just as a series, just yeah, one or two moments that I are, think like, we'll just really like, like. I think we'll save like we'll break things down in the future like book by book. Sorry, I just hit the yeah. microphone. We'll break things down. Like, book by book, another time, I think, as a series will be good. Okay, I absolutely love the sixth book. Yeah? Why? It's so fun. I think, like, what's really good about that, the sixth book, was just that you, it's kind of like the last raw before that gets very, very serious. Yeah. And very, very dark. And, like, I feel like the seventh book, you're just trying to see how it ends. Mm -hmm. You're trying, like, Harry has to really confront a lot of dark things and even, like, his and Ron's friendship was, like, really tested, yeah. mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Oh, analytical brain here is, like, it parallels, I think it was the third book, or no, the fourth book when they weren't um, helping each other and stuff like that. And I feel like um, it's just so good. And so, anyways, the sixth book is just, like, I love, like, the hormones have hit Hogwarts and just, like, the <laughs> love stories. I love Lavender Brown's, like, whole thing. How thirsty she is She's for Ron. She's so thirsty. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I love, like, the fact that, like, Harry realizes his feelings for Ginny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love, isn't that when, when's Fleur's wedding? It's at the beginning of the seventh book. Yeah. Yeah. Just but that... Go yeah. ahead. I was going to say, they, it kind of touches a little bit about it in the sixth one, but... We'll yeah, that saying. period of time was just a very, like, special... It's, like, the last safety net. Because after yeah. that, you're just... The, like, sun in the storm moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Good way to put it. And it's, like, the last time that Fred and George are there. You know? Yeah. Oh, bless their heart. Bless their heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, like, you know, Fred and George, like, with their joke shop and, like, the things they are, like, there's still so much, like, childhood innocence that yeah. still exists there. Mm-hmm. And before they go totally into the agree. world. What about you? Uh, I well, just to start, I think my favorite book is the fourth one, mm-hmm. just because I 
I think that is like the first time that Harry and Ron's friendship is tested. And I, I really like getting to look into like Ron basically having to be his sidekick and how that really does affect him. Yeah. And then I loved reading about the challenges and how Harry had to overcome them. I mean, because the movies kind of don't really give him credit, but Harry is a really smart person. I mean, yeah. he doesn't get like grades like Hermione, but like he's clever and he knows what he's doing most of the time. Yeah. And I thought that it touched upon that really well. And I definitely, seriously, one of my favorite moments that I like am dying that they didn't make it in it didn't make it into the movies, is it's actually in the sixth book when Harry gets detention from Snape and he can't play in, the like, one of the Quidditch matches. Mm -hmm. And they need to win in order to get the House Cup. And so Ginny plays Seeker for him. Mm -hmm. And she, like, wins. And he, like, opens the door to get him back in detention. Like, the whole common room was like, we won! <laughs> and, like, Ginny's holding, like, the snitch or the cup or something and Harry just, like, runs to her and kisses her. I literally die every time I read it. It's my very favorite part. Oh, I need to reread that. Yes, it's so magical. I need to reread it. I think I have the sixth one here. That's like the only one I've that I've got. But I'm just, yeah, that's a perfect part. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on like um, on? Well, I guess we we're gonna get into it. But yeah. So your favorite scene is that one, and then your favorite book is the fourth. Yeah, I just really like all the challenges that they have to do. And yeah, and it's so fun and like. I feel like, but I do love the fifth book, too. I, you do love to hate Umbridge. It is mm -hmm. so much fun. Especially, let's bring this up, a very Potter sequel and a very Potter musical. Yes, you are very passionate about this. Have you guys seen <laughs> it? Like, seriously, I loved a very Potter sequel. I want to watch it. I think I've watched a very Potter sequel probably 15 times. No, like, probably 10. <laughs> it feels like 15. I've watched it. 10 is a lot. I love it, and it's so funny because it's such crappy quality on YouTube. Like, but literally. if it's just funny enough, but it, it is so down. funny, mm -hmm. and I just loved like Umbridge's like. Did you, did you get my text? <laughs> like the way that, like, Umbridge's, like there are so many quotes from um, Harry, a Harry Potter musical, and the Harry Potter school that I like quote to this day. And wow. it, it changed the way that I view Voldemort mm -hmm. and Draco. Like the way Draco <laughs> just like rolls around on the floor and like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are like at the freaking ball <laughs> they're like what is this feeling <laughs> i really love a very potter sequel it is so good and a very potter musical but um and i love lupin and there i just cannot but it made me love umbridge even more because like freaking dumbledore in this in this like adaption of it dumbledore thinks that umbridge is a man <laughs> and so he tries to hit on her him but dumbridge is is gay Dumbledore. Dumbledore is... Dumbridge? <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore is gay. And so he's trying to, like, su like swoon. I can't. <laughs> we get it, Celine. It's got so it. good. We That's all this. I can say. It's so good. Okay, okay, <laughs> moving on. Take the, take the wheel, Anna. Okay, go. No, it's good. I think now we're probably going to start getting into a couple of the, like, controversial topics. Yes, go. Okay. And I have one that I'm very passionate about, actually. <laughs> take it. Take the I... wheel. Take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading one of the comments. <laughs> I fully believe that Harry Potter should have become the next Defense Against the Dark Arts professor. Instead of, instead of becoming an Aurora. Or maybe he could have done the Aurora for a couple of years and gone, like, experience. Yeah. But I think he would have been such a good professor. 
Because, I mean, it already shows you that he was good at teaching them when they had Dumbledore's army going on, and he had to teach them yes. all the spells, and people, like, really enjoyed learning from him. And the way it was yeah. written, you can tell he really enjoyed teaching them. And at some point, he could be, like, the next Hogwarts headmaster. Yeah, I could totally see it, because... And he'd protect Hogwarts. He'd, like, Mm -hmm. bring it up on his own. I like that as, like, an ending. Yes. And I'm just picturing in my head, like, him in the class, like, and all the kids love him, and he's so, like, he's the cool professor. Yeah, and he gets to be a dad to, like, all the guys that, all the kids that are like Harry. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he gets them. Oh, he's He's totally going to be, like, their dad to them. Yes. Yes. See? That's why I love it. It really does work. I like that. Mm -hmm. So, my question is, okay, okay, put this together with me. Okay. So, Dumbledore is, like, how many years old? Oh, at like 100 and something. 115? It was like yeah. something around it was that. really old. And my thing is, does Harry and Ron and Hermione live that long as well? I don't know. I feel like they would choose not to. Especially since they have like a kids choose? and a family. I, I mean, what I'm saying is I don't like, know how Dumbledore got to be that old. I think maybe yeah. it's just from working with so much magic. Okay. Because my question is like, maybe Harry, like, when his kids are like there you know chilling um, like yeah, he wouldn't yeah. but then like after but then kids, after yeah after teddy and then like go like yeah but i actually really like the ep- the ending that you're doing because honestly like after reading all of those books and then having like an eight page epilogue i was like it's not enough <laughs> can i pitch this i really want a parks and rec version of like the m- the magic department the department of Magic. The, like the teachers or the Ooh, that would be the, no the the, the government the, the government the ministry yes I think it would be absolutely hilarious to just have and I'm not even talking like I don't even want like Ron and Hermione I just want like people like complaining about like how stupid like magic <laughs> stuff is and like just like yeah hey, basically I'm here for that I, I think, think that would be awesome the commentary would be so freaking hilarious like I want to make it like I would just want to make an episode like that just write the script out for it yeah just like send it over and be like J K Rowling <laughs> J K Hey, hey, just let me know if you were down for this, like, please. <laughs> um, but I think it would be, like, such a funny, just a funny show. I it would, would be hilarious. live for it. I would watch it every... Oh, you know what else I think we need? I think we need a... We need lighthearted mm. Harry Potter. That's what I need. Yeah. You know? And I think a good lighthearted Harry Potter would be the Mortars. Like, the oh, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four. I think it'd be so fun to, like, see their adventures and, like, the crap they get up to because you know that they're, like, hooligans and they don't do anything they're supposed to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'd have to see them being mean to Snape. We would. Which I don't, I don't love. But then, like, I feel like a good writer could, like, sell Make it. Make it a good arc. That, like, Snape deserved it or something. Okay, but, like, low-key Snape, not when he was younger because I don't think anyone should be bullied when they're younger, but as an adult... Snape kind of, like, deserved what he got. Like, he never really was... He, he didn't ever William become Barclay. this, like, he, hero. Yeah. I mean, he kind of was the hero. Kind of. No, but, like, he, he only ever did it out of thing. obligation. Yes, yeah. and he did it for Lily. Like, if it was Neville that had gotten cursed, he wouldn't have he, done anything. He would anything. never do it. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't have. It was mm-hmm. because of Lily. And then wrong, like, I love that. And honestly, like, I feel horrible for the things that Snape went through. Yeah. Like, when, when you see his memories, it's freaking painful. How sad his life, like, really was. Yeah, like, yeah. really sad. But the thing is, is, like, he bullied kids, and that was not... He was so mean to them. Yeah. Okay, so, um, let's go into, like, the, the controversial topics. Okay. It's, like, 8 p.m. here, and I've been up since 6.30 this morning, so I'm like, woods are hard. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, I, like... Loki, I kind of like shipped McGonagall and Dumbledore. I think they would have been really cute together. And I know that Dumbledore is gay, but you know what? 
uh, Draco and Harry are not gay, and literally everyone ships them. That's so true. So I'm like, so I can ship McGonagall and Dumbledore. Yes. I think they would have been cute. Yes. They would have been just... Just good companions. I'm not for gonna each lie, other. but the sexual tension between Draco and Harry was like greater than like any of the other <laughs> characters in the book. So like, I don't blame people for like shipping them because I'm like, honestly, like it's kind of there. But, like, anyways, so funny. Yes, that's my controversial thing. I think I would have shipped Hermione and Dean a little bit too. Ooh, Dean Thomas. Yes, yes. cute. Oh, I could see him together too. Yes, Dean was cool. Did he live? Did he make it through? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I like that she ended up with Ron. I think it's always mm-hmm. fun to end up with, cute. like, your childhood best friend. It's like, mm. like, he did protect her. Yeah. There's, like, a really... And I they like, grew because of each other. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. I hate that in the canon version, or the not canon, Cursed Child or whatever, that they, like, have, like, little arguments and stuff. All what did you time? think about Cursed Child? Oh, Talking I literally that. do not think of Cursed Child as canon. Do you want to explain, I didn't like, it at all. minorly what happens in it for, like, anyone that's, like, not aware of it? Yeah, so, basically, Cursed Child is about Harry's kids going to Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and his son... Uh, Albus, his first year, and it, like, picks up basically exactly where the seventh book ends, where he's like, Dad, what if I get sorted into Slytherin? And he's like, then Slytherin will have a great new person. Like, if you really want to pick, the Howl will listen to you. And so he gets there, and he ends up being sorted into Slytherin, which I don't really have a problem with. Yeah. Um, like, I don't really care. Yeah. But I just didn't see it as, like, canon. It just kind of felt like J. Caroline being like, I'll give Slytherin, like, something, because... Sorry, small tangent here. Like, Slytherins kind of don't deserve the amount of hate they got in the books. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, then why did she write them like that? Like, she should have included more characters in the Harry Potter books that were Slytherin that had redeeming qualities. That's true. That's my two cents about that. But anyways. Bullying isn't cool. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Just say no. Just say no. Oh, wait, that's drugs. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Anyways, so it ends up being that, like, all the kids are brats, basically. Rose is a brat who doesn't talk to him anymore because he's in Slytherin. Mm. And his brother, like, is, I don't know, you really don't learn too much about him. But anyways, he tries to go back in time to save Cedric, and it ends up creating this whole, like, time warp and thing where they get... He saves Cedric? Well, he tries to. Or, like, something like that. I, like, I literally read it once in an evening, and I was like, I hate this, and I closed it. So then, yeah, so then they accidentally bring the Dark Lord back because this girl is, like, influencing them, and we found out that this girl is, like, the love child of Voldemort and Bellatrix, and they have to go back to the moment that Voldemort kills Harry's parents with the time turner, and then Harry ends up, like, taking his son to Cedric's grave and talking about how he goes to visit. Anyways, it's literally the worst. I do not like it. Don't come for me. How does it end? If you like it, comment it and explain I didn't it to know. us. Does it just restore balance? It just restores balance. And then his son finds peace. And it, but, okay, I will say Albus does become, like, best friends with, shoot, what's Draco's son's name? Scorpion? Scorpio? It's, like, some weird name like that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Wait, who is Draco married to? Oh, I don't know. All of TikTok is obsessed with Draco. Yeah, Did you not? I, like, showed her a bunch of videos. I was like, prepare yourself. <laughs> But anyways, that's Claire's Child, and I don't think that it's canon, because I think it sucks. TikTok has daddy issues, honestly. They're just like, mm. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to finish that line. <laughs> We're on, like, four platforms where my mother can see me at any point, and I'm like, Mom, ignore <laughs> this part. Anyways. Okay, okay so yes. I agree with you. Harry Potter should become the Defense Against the Arts mm-hmm. teacher. 
Ooh, read the next one. That's awful. This one? Or this one? The Barty Crouch one. Oh, okay, yeah. As awful as Barty Crouch Jr. was disguised as Mad-Eye Moody, he was definitely the best Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher there. Like, they actually did learn stuff from him. Because I always think back on that. I'm like, I like to think of him as being the real Mad-Eye. Because he did teach them, like, a lot of stuff. And they did learn things. That's true. Like, I mean, Lupin, I guess, was pretty good. But, like, he made them go through a ton of stuff. And, anyways, we're just talking about controversial things here. No, that's actually... No, I get that, though. Mm -hmm. That's... Can you imagine, like, like, Barty Crouch is like, you know, I'm gonna teach him something. Like, I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna show you I'm gonna the make a difference. World. Like, I know I'm gonna, like, kill you all, like, eventually, but, you know, while we're here. And we're doing, like, illegal things here, but at least you're learning. Like, hey, education's important. This is great. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, I have one. Okay, let's hear it. Hold on, I just moved the entire microphone In over front of you. <laughs> I was like, everyone, I'm the center of the show. Okay, <laughs> I'm so important. Hold on. My my opinion is that Luna Lovegood is the like coolest girl in school, and oh, yeah. not because like she was cool, because she was so confident in herself. Yes, like you know when I she get behind that. Yeah, like she is what I feel. I wish I had the confidence of mm-hmm. like like she found delight and joy in things that interested her, and not based off of someone's validation or yes. celebration yeah. of her. And then, like, she was so kind, mm-hmm. so kind. I don't like. I she honestly. Was so kind to Harry. Harry, like, yes. she was a really good I think her, him. okay, honestly. Her and Harry should have gone together. I'm, no, not, the, I, like, I, I love my Harry and Jenny. Nothing you gotta, like, keep that. it precious. Like, it's a precious relationship that friendship. needs to be a friendship. Exactly. That's so beautiful. Okay, their friendship continue. is very tender. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I just think their friendship is very tender and that, like, they were there to support each other. Like, so I, like, beautiful. Harry always showed these, like, not exactly that he showed these vulnerable moments, but he always kind of caught her when he was in a vulnerable state. And she never, like, made him feel weird. She was just like, you know, sometimes these things happen, but it's best to just look forward and move on. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay mm-hmm. to have all these feelings. Like, she's always very, like, nice and positive And, like, I do think he learned a lot from her. I think I just want a best friend like Luna. Yes. Oh, she's awesome. Like, she's and, just awesome. And especially in, like, today's age maybe not I guess when the books were being written if somebody like that showed up at school who like made their own jewelry and liked all these weird things like she would not be made fun of she would be cool yeah that's so true like Mm -hmm. nowadays like you can do things like that I'm glad we live in a world like that but yeah like Luna Lovegood is probably one of my favorite characters she's awesome like I think Hermione is awesome and so strong but the stuff that Luna had to go through oh do you even know the story of the actress who was cast as Luna wasn't she anorexic she was anorexic and then went to like a midnight book signing with J.K. Rowling when she released the fourth book and J.K. Rowling was like if you can overcome your anorexia like I'll cast you as Luna or like I'll cast you in the movie or like something and she did oh my gosh yeah and she's a freaking babe. Yes. Oh, she's gorgeous. She was, she is one of the only characters that I think was perfectly to a T cast. Yes. Well, yeah, she was hand-picked by J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Like, yeah. I don't know if you, if you can act, but you literally <laughs> look like Luna. No, and I love the her, like, voice. And stuff. I want to see what stuff she's done since then. I do, too. I'm curious. Can we talk about that, too? Like, all the Harry Potter actors, like, what you feel they did to help the series or hurt the series, and then, like, what... You, like, they Ooh, haven't done much since. Yes. So, like, what do you feel like everyone's... Because I think every actor really took their job seriously. I think so, too. I mean, it was a seven-movie series, or eight-movie series. They so, spent at least a decade on it. Yeah, it was their whole life for a long time. And These I, guys were kids. Yeah. They were, like, 
10. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of people have been really good at, like, moving past it. I should bring up the actor list so we can actually, like, talk about their names. Yeah. What's so funny, though, is I watch a lot of period drama romances, which yes. we will be watching after this. And um, one of the things that, like, really, it's so funny is I'll be like, that person's from Harry Potter. <laughs> like, all the time because <laughs> yes. they picked, like, all yes. the British actors, and I get so excited mm-hmm. about it. But, okay. Sorry. I think, like, a, the especially the guy who played, like, Dean Thomas. Wow, the list that I pulled up is not a good list. Yeah. I'm going back. Sorry. No, you're fine. I'll get his name. He, he's been appearing in a lot of stuff, especially How to Get Away with Murder. <gasps> that's him? Yeah. That's Dean Thomas. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I and, mean, it's funny that, well, Emma, Emma Watson, like, I mean, she's freaking Belle. She was freaking yes, Belle. She was Belle. She's been she's done a lot. I know that, um and oh, Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, that actress is is like dating uh Rupert Grant. Really? Yeah. Okay, Rupert Grant has a kid now. Did they get married? I don't know. I'll Google it. He just like <laughs> announced I think their kid's name was like Wednesday or Thanksgiving. I don't know, it's not Thanksgiving. I don't know why he said that, but it's like some name like oh, that. Yeah. He and, see, it's the Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging Girl. Wow, that's awesome. They have a kid together. They give birth to a girl. He's yes. a daddy. Yeah, I'm daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they have, like, so many, like, fun, like, characters yes. that were played by so many, so many people. Um, Let's talk about James and Lily. Yes, I want more what do you think about their, their relationship? story. What do you think about their relationship? I see the thing is is I like it and obviously it's like a real thing but it would have been fun to be able to know a little bit more of how they got to where they are which yeah. I guess wasn't the main point of the story but like you only ever see in the memories that like Lily only talks about like how she doesn't like him and he's pretentious and so cocky and he doesn't like he's not very nice to people and especially not Snape so I'd like to know their love story and how like he changed her mind and how he changed to become like a better person what make, like breaks my heart is that they were 21 years yeah. old when they died like four years younger than we are yeah and I cannot even it breaks my heart that's so sad yeah like there's so much life ahead of mm-hmm. them and so it just breaks it makes it even more sad because they like they were so young and they were like yeah. fighting for such a strong cause mm-hmm. And wow, that's actually heartbreaking, isn't it? Isn't it? But they, but the thing is, is though, let's like add a positive twist. Is like they had already found their person. Yeah, they already had lived so much beautiful uh-huh. life. They had fought for a beautiful cause that yeah, saved true. millions of lives. They saved basically magic, not only the human, the Muggle world yeah. as well, and they brought a son into the world. And Who like, did save literally the world. Yeah, and so I feel like Lily and James. Like, their life yeah. was not in vain. No. Mm-hmm. And they seemed I at agree. peace when they saw Harry. Remember yeah, when Harry met them? I was them? just thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were together. Which means that, like, if, like, they were together then, too. So, like, yeah. and also, like, I feel like the ghosts kind of hang out at Hogwarts. And so, I feel like there's <laughs> definitely life after death in the, in J.K. Rowling's world. Yes, and I bet definitely. they were, they were together. Mm-hmm. And they were happy. Yes. And you know what? They're hanging out with Fred right now. They're hanging out with, like. They're having a good time. They're, they're. They're, pe- they're like, like enjoying themselves. Serious. Yes, Tonks. Ooh. <sighs> Don't watch the seventh book unless you want to, the seventh movie, unless you want to cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, 
Yeah, I just feel like I want, I would love, maybe there's some good fan fiction. Oh, you know there probably is. We oh, you know what? Talk, talk about, like, somewhat fan fiction. I'm obsessed. I need to find out who the artist is. They, someone is making these, like, faux Harry Potter accounts, but it's, like, illustrations. And so they'll do, like, an illustration of, like, them, like, if there were social media in school and it's, like, Snapchats of, like, Yes. Seamus missing the staircase because it moved and he's like giving the bird to like Padma Patilla. She takes a picture what? and she's like, sucker has to take the long way to class. And oh it's like cute, things like this. Okay, I have to pull up That's my amazing. Pinterest so that I can show you. I love it. That's the kind of stuff that just keeps this alive. That Why do yes. you think that Harry Potter has been kept alive for so long? I honestly think that J.K. Rowling did create like a cult like a world following. She created a whole what world was it that, that people like, can escape into. What do you think did it, though? Ooh. What do you think did it? I just think her writing is so good. And, like, She's it was new. What, when she came out with that stuff, like, it was all new things. I think also the world made sense. Yeah. Oh, my Yeah, gosh. I'm pulling up one of the music. That is absolutely at. amazing. It's by, um, wow, artist name is not on here, so. Let's click on it. But there's, like, if you scroll down, you can see a million more. I'm so down. That's awesome. Nope. It just says pin image. Okay. Well, we're trying. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah I feel like... Okay, I also have, the like... World, I think we keep it alive. Oh, heck yeah. Like, you know what? Like, we're literally talking about it right now, and I feel like it's people that are as passionate about the series as we are. Yeah. That are still finding joy mm-hmm. and digging things in. Because the world is so immersive. That's true. There's there isn't, so like, a limitless it. bound, and it's mm-hmm. not connected to just one character. Yeah. I am having a harder time loving the earlier series. The Fantastic Beasts? I kind of am too. I love, like, the, what is it, Eddie? Yes, Eddie, who is with them. Let's pull the character list up. We are so sorry. We are temporarily doing it. No, I just love his character, and I feel like, like, they're adorable. Yeah. But because it just doesn't have a big enough story to pull me. I think so too, because it, I mean, you can tell they're, like, grasping they new are. things to do. Newt. Yeah, Newt Scalamander. Yes. Right? Yeah, Newt's the main character. You're talking about... Um... No, yeah, Eddie Redmayne. Oh, yes. He's adorable. Yeah. And oh, he's like a dad. He, he's, he is and literally like, cast. You are old. Like, mm-hmm. oh. Yes, I, I think he's adorable. I just never could... I just wasn't as invested in the story. And I think there was... And don't hate me on this. There was so much symbolism that, like, I couldn't... I was getting so lost in the symbolism yeah, and this and uh-huh. that that I, like, couldn't get in Well, the and story. there's weird things, like, with the last movie and how there's supposedly another Dumbledore. It's just taking it in a lot of ways. I mean, it's still very enjoyable to watch, I think. Oh, yeah. My husband especially likes it because he thinks there's more, like, um, dark themes and it's more, like, battles and magic yeah. involved, which, like, I totally get. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it all. Yeah. I think it's also hard because we have to wait so long to mm-hmm. see them that by the next time it's there, it's hard for me to remember yeah. what it was. And I think... Yes, exactly. And there's no, like, book to read, like yeah. how there was with the Harry Potter series, mm-hmm. where, like, you can understand, like, the because here's the deal, like, the movies are only 10% of, like, what the books are. Yes. And so the books, like, really, like, pour it all out, and you have so much more, like, understanding yes. of stuff. Also, on the Fantastic Beats note, note, notes, I know how to talk. I seriously saw this meme, and I relate, not relate, but I love it so much because I think it's so true. It says, I'm mostly interested to know at what point Albus Dumbledore decided smart gray three-piece suits were out, were out, and embellished hand-colored robes with a matching hat were in. Because he's dressed like 
perfectly he's not That's in a single so robe in fantastic beast he's Freaking just a Jude different Law. yes mm-hmm. i mean he pulls it off wonderfully and fantastic he's just like the beard the beard reminds me of what <laughs> yes. that is absolutely amazing Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. No, and oh, I can say though, I absolutely loved that it was set in like the most beautiful time period oh when everyone gosh, is dressed the so 20s beautiful. And yes, the when, like, flapper dresses. When J.K. Rowling dropped that there were American schools. Oh my gosh, it changed. And she like released all this stuff on Pottermore and it was so fun to read. Yes. Do you ever get sorted into your, I think it's Illinois no. House? No. Girl, you need to. Okay, I'll take the quiz and I'll let you yes. know next week. But I think, like, that's what we want to... I think at some point we'll do, like, a book, like, a book yeah. by book. Like, oh, yes. these are our thoughts. Big, we'll explain what we dives. think. Um, mm-hmm. But I think this is, like, a good place to leave it where it's at. Yeah. But um, do you want to, like, talk about what you're reading this week? Yeah. So this week I'm reading Air Awakens um, by Elise Kova. And I really like it. It's basically about... It's kind of like set in a fantastic or fantasy world where it's like the old world and there's like royalty and princes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the main character her name is Vala, which I really like that name. Um, and she's basically an apprentice in the royal library, and so Ooh. she just works with books. But it like comes out that she has these powers because people in this world have. I think like elemental powers. Okay. And it comes out that she has this wind power, which. Everyone thought that that race was dead. Okay. And so it's basically her journey to become this, like, warrior person that the kingdom needs to, like, help save them. Oh, my gosh. I want to read that. And there's, like, a very cute love story between her and the prince. Mm -hmm. It's not... I wouldn't say cute, but it's very, like, thrilling and deep. And I I really do like it. I love that. So what are you reading? Okay. So I'm rereading Cinder, which I... Love. I just love it. Mm -hmm. It's, like... If you just need like a a, a feel good book, mm-hmm. um, I really like fairy tale retellings because you know what's gonna happen and you can just enjoy the way the author tells a story and their new unique takes on it. So honestly, like if you're ever like in a reading slump, I would totally recommend reading something like Cinder, which is basically a retelling of Cinderella, but um, she is part android, and so right her leg. Yeah, no, her whole body. She's part android, and if I remember right, there's like other. Like, the other series in the books. It's like a twist. Not a twist, but, like, you you learn. It's something interesting happens. Yes. I'll just read the summary. So, it says, humans and androids crowd the ruckus... Ruckus? Like... (laughs) Rape? Rape? I don't know how to say that word out Okay, sorry. Restart. (laughs) Humans and androids crowd the busy streets of New Beijing. (laughs) The deadly plague ravages the population. From space, a ruthless lunar people watch, waiting to make their move. No one knows what Earth's fate hinges. No one knows that Earth's fate hinges on one girl. Cinder, a gifted mechanic, is a cyborg. Yes. She's a second-class citizen with a mysterious past, veiled by her stepmother and blamed for her stepsister's illness. But when her life becomes intertwined with the handsome Prince Kai's, she suddenly finds herself at the center of an intergalactic struggle and a forbidden attraction. Caught between duty and freedom, loyalty and betrayal, she must first uncover secrets about her past in order to protect her world's future. And honestly, like, it's really good. It's so good. And there's other books, too, that are all in this series, and they all, like, each book centers on on two yeah. characters. Like, a love story. It's like... And there's, there's different 
like uh, fairy tale stories. Mm-hmm. Like there's ones for Rapunzel and yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. And yes. the Rapunzel one, guys, is my favorite. I freaking love Cress. Yes. Is her name? Yes. Love her, and I love the her love interest. I'm sorry. I'm just very <laughs> passionate. I love her and her love interests, and it's just yes, adorable. It's so it's cute. It's a good read. It's really good, and, and it's I, fun. It's fast. It's, it's not very deep. such an easy read. Mm-hmm. Like you honestly could read it in an afternoon, and like it's just a positive little book. But it has a lot of tension to like keep you going. Yes. Like I could not stop reading. I once I picked yep. it up, I was like done. I wanted to read it, which <laughs> makes me want to go home and finish the book again. So same. Cinder is super good. I love the series. If you're like, just go read it already. But yeah. So besides that, you good? Like yeah, you got it? I feel like we got it. Okay. So much for listening and supporting us. Yes. We love you guys. Yes. We love to hear from you. Okay. Yeah. And let us know what topics we should discuss. Like I want to know from you guys, like send us an email mm-hmm. or a, DM us on Instagram or put in a Facebook group, like just to be a part of this community that we have. We just want to be there for you guys. So we'll talk to you later. Yeah. See you. Bye. Bye.